We're finishing our, our series, Destination Unknown, today. And we've talked about several things. Where are we headed? Wherever he leads. Wherever he leads. You all know GPS, right? And sometimes you, you, you don't know where you're going. You may even be heading across the country. You don't have any idea how to get there, but you've got GPS. And God has a global positioning system that knows exactly where you are and exactly where he wants you to get to. It's God's positioning system. Come on, somebody. And you've got the voice of the Lord saying, this is the way, walk in it. You've got that still, small voice that speaks to you and, and speaks clearly, and you, you know there's this sense that I'm in the right position, I'm heading in the right direction. And then sometimes you, you get a little bit off, and it doesn't take much to get off to send you in the wrong direction. And, and I love how my phone will tell me, take a slight right turn here, right? Because you're thinking, right turn, I'm going to the right. But it's a slight, just go slight, because there's another, there's a way here, but you want to go slight. And sometimes God is just leading us in slight ways. Just, just a little correction, a little movement in one direction sends you in the right place. It will keep you on track. Never been there before, but I got a voice speaking to me. This is the way. Walk in it. Been looking at Isaiah chapter 6, and you know the story. Isaiah, when King Uzziah died, all of a sudden Isaiah's eyes were open. He saw the Lord high and lifted up, sitting in his, on his throne. And he said that the, the train of his robe filled the temple. I mean, that's, that's some kind of train, right? Not the woo-woo train, the, the train of his robes, like Princess Diana train type thing. And it filled the entire temple, and there was smoke in the temple, and there was loud voices of the angels declaring, holy, 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 is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And, and Isaiah notes that their voices shook the temple foundation. It was so loud how they were declaring the holiness of God that the whole place began to shake. And I'm asking God to do the same thing in this church, to bring us to a whole nother level that our voices resound with the praises of God and things begin to shake in the heavenlies. And we can feel it here. Because when the heavenlies shake, it always affects right here and now. Hallelujah. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And Isaiah, he came to the conclusion in that moment, I'm, I'm, I'm finished. It's over. <laughs> Woe is me. I am, I'm unclean 
and I got a bunch of unclean people around me. Go ahead and look at your neighbor and say, you're as unclean as I am. <laughs> We're all unclean. There's none righteous, no, not one. But the good news is the angel came up and touched his lips with a coal from off the altar of God. And he said, now this has touched you, you're clean. One touch is all it takes from God to clean you up, to set you on a right path, to send you in the direction he has for you. And Isaiah, he heard a voice and, and, and here... He heard the Lord asking, Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. I heard the Lord asking, Whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? And Isaiah's like, Pfft. How many remember? Uh, welcome back, Cotter. It was Horshack. Horshack. Do you remember Horshack? Are you kidding me? I'm not the only one. I love it. <laughs> and it, here am I, send me. And, and the question that we all ask is where? Where, where should I go? We've talked about these three things. Uh, here am I, send me to my family. What if God is calling you to minister to your own family? Nobody wants to go to family, right? Yuck. Because everybody knows you there. And they know all your ins and outs and ups and downs. They know your quirks and all, all your mess. They see your toothpaste on the kitchen sink. And they're like, this is nasty. And they smell your smells. And, you know, some of you are not so good in that area. But what if... Your contribution to the world was not something you did, but someone you raised. What if God is going to use you to raise up the next Billy Graham? What if that, that little snot-nosed kid who's got an attitude that won't back down has something, that was my brother, I'll just tell you that right now. My brother was the kind of person you couldn't tell him no. You know that. He wouldn't take no for an answer. He, he still won't, and that's why he's doing amazing things in Indonesia, one of the toughest countries in the world to be in. And, and my parents, they struggle with this, right? I mean, the spankings were immense, and I'm looking at it going... Yikes, I don't want that. So I'm the good kid. I'm like, yeah, I'll, yes, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. <laughs> and, and yet my brother, he fought, 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 fought. Because he had this, this backbone in him that, that just wouldn't bend. And God used that to take him places and do things that nobody else could do. What if that kid in your house is your mission field. What if God wants to raise them up and use them? You, all you have to do is direct that, that rebellion into the right direction. 
and rebel against the things of this world and not the things of God? What if? What if you called them what you want them to become until they become what you call them? What if you spoke life into them to where they couldn't get off the path that God has for them? What if? Hear my Lord. Send me to my family. And then we talked about, here my Lord. Send me to my neighborhood where you place me. And God sent us here to Kennett Square. And I, I said this because somebody said it to me. They said, Greg and Christy, go there because somebody's just waiting for you to show up. And I'm saying to you, Go wherever God's called you in your neighborhood because somebody's just waiting for you to show up and be real Jesus with skin on. Somebody's waiting for you to show up at your workplace. Somebody in your neighborhood is waiting for you to show up. And it's taken us 12 years to crack our neighborhood. God's finally given us a code. <laughs> I love it. And we're finding people who've been waiting for us to show up. Here am I, Lord. Send me to my family. Send me to my neighborhood. Send me to Kennett Square. Send me to Chester County. Send me to Delaware County. Send me anywhere you want me to go, Lord. I'm already here. So send me. Help open my eyes to see that 8 to 12 people that you placed on the front burner of my life. Send me there, Lord. And let me make a difference for you. And that, it's not always the same, but, but God will open your eyes to see those who he wants you to minister to. And then today, lastly, we're saying, here I am. Send me to the world. Send me to the world. In Acts chapter 1, Verse 6, so when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him. This is after Jesus' resurrection. They're all excited, right? Because everything's coming to place, and, and all things are lining up, and they're thinking, he's getting ready to set up his kingdom, and we are in. We're like top dogs, okay? This is fabulous, he did what he said he was going to do, and now it's kingdom time. I'm prime minister. <laughs> yeah. and, and so they're saying, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore your kingdom? And aren't we still asking that same kind of question today? Lord, when are you coming back to set things up? I mean, this, this place is a mess. And you've got to realize their context as well. It was a mess. And they're thinking, perfect time. This is the perfect time for you to just kind of wipe out the Romans and then just, here we go. Your kingdom, we're in. Everything's great. And so they said, Lord, is it time? And Jesus replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and, and they're not for you to know. Bummer. <laughs> but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, 
and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Lord, isn't it the last days? Come on, when are you coming back? Come back, Lord Jesus. Come back, get things straight here. He says, hang on, hang on, not done yet. You will receive power to be a witness. Our number one goal is not just to get to heaven ourselves. I said our number one goal is not just to get to heaven ourselves, but it's to take as many people with us as we possibly can. Once you're in, it's not about you anymore. Really? Yeah. Once you're in, once you're safe in the fold, it's not about you. Jesus was very clear. Lost coin, what are we going after? The found ones? No, we're going after the lost one. Right? Lost sheep. What's the, what's the shepherd doing? He's going after the one that's lost. 99 are safe. They're fine. They're good. We're going to find the lost one. If you think church is about you, you're really not going to like it here very much because it's not about us once we're in. Touch your neighbor. Tell them, not about you unless you're lost. Once you know God and have found freedom, it's about finding somebody else so they can know God and find freedom. Amen? Amen? So he says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. Jerusalem, your home, home area. Judea, your region. Samaria, Jews were not really happy about Samaritans. These are people you don't like. You've got to tell people you don't like about Jesus. People that aren't your favorite. And then, to the ends of the earth, everywhere, including France. Holy Spirit power is not about just blessing us. It's about having the power to tell people about Jesus everywhere we go. God wants to anoint your tongue. George and Debbie, God is going to use you guys in, in amazing ways. I know this, this is a strategic time in your life where you could just sit back and, hey, in a big church, going to do whatever we want to do and just kind of ease out the rest of our days here. But, but I love the fact that when God taps somebody in the shoulder and they say yes, all of heaven rushes that way. All of heaven goes and says, all right. They said yes. Now I'm going to surround them with people who believe in them, people who will support them, people who will send them. Come on. And God is going to use them. They've never been this way before. It, even though they're going back to a country they've been to before, this is new territory. And Isaiah chapter 42 verse 16 says, I will lead blind Israel down a new path. God says this. 
guiding them along an unfamiliar way. I will brighten the darkness before them and smooth out the road ahead of them. Yes, I will indeed do these things. I will not forsake them. And there will be moments probably in the days to come where you'll, you'll be saying, God, have you forsaken us? Is this really what you asked us to do? Because not everything has fallen in easy like we thought it would. I know you've been there before. You know this. I'm, not, I'm preaching to the choir. Y'all are a good choir, but you're a choir, and you're faithful. But God knows that he can trust you. And so I I'm just, I'm just want to say today, you can trust him because he cares and he will guide you. He will not forsake you. In church, we have the privilege of sending this couple. We all can't go to France, but we can send some faithful ones to represent Jesus. Amen? You know this as a church. We, we support uh, several missionaries. I think... I don't even know what the, the number is now. It's, it's well above 30. Uh, every month we support missionaries all over the world. And God, God is, from day one, this church has tithed. The first 10% of what comes into this church goes out. Because this isn't the end, end thing here, right, right here. Okay? We're, we're not the collector of everything and holding it. It's coming to us. We're sending it out. And in some years, we go way beyond the tithe, and, and yet we've always done at least 10% of what God has given through you to this church and through others, people that don't even attend here. And so God has used us to, to bless missionaries and to equip them, give them what they need to go. Because I can't go right now. God didn't call me. He didn't tap me on the shoulder. But he tapped these guys on the shoulder. They said, hey, would you go? Would you go plant a church in, in a really tumultuous place right now? Would you set up a lighthouse? Would you put a place that, that my light can shine brightly? And you know where light shines brightest, right? In the darkness. All you got to do, if it's dark, it doesn't take much. Flip one little light on, Boom. How do the insects find the light? Does that happen at your house? Right? You can leave all the lights off. I remember the little kid, he, he was like with his grandpa, and they were out in the hunting cabin. It was dark out, and the mosquitoes were attacking him. And, and so grandpa said, turn, the, turn your flashlight off. We're going to run in, into the cabin. They ran into the cabin. All the lights were off. And when they got inside, the little boy said, Grandpa, it's, it's no use. They're following us in. They got, they got lanterns. <laughs> they got flashlights. Lightning bugs, right? It was lightning bugs. Did I mess that up? It was kind of, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, anyway. So, all you got to do is flip on the light, and there's, there's an automatic draw to the light. Romans chapter 10, 
verse 9, and you see this scripture several times almost every Sunday. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's so simple. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. You'll be saved. That, that's God's entrance into the kingdom. And then he says, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him for, say this with me, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone. It's, it's for everyone in Jerusalem and Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. It's for everyone. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. People ask about, you know, my friend committed suicide. I don't know. Do they go to heaven or, or hell? And you got to realize heaven and hell are real. That's, that's why we do what we do. Heaven and hell are real. Somebody's going to spend eternity in hell if they don't know about Jesus, if they don't call on the name of the Lord. But if they do call on the name of the Lord, they're going to spend eternity with him in heaven. And that's why we're passionate here about helping people know God and find freedom, find their purpose so they can make a difference. My answer is when, when people ask me about suicide, I usually say, well, I don't know. I don't know if they called on the name of the Lord in that moment. We don't know. I can only see the outside. God sees the inside. Man looks at the outer appearance, but God looks at the heart, and I don't know what happened in their heart. Now, it's best if we take the time to share truth and turn the light on so people can find Jesus before it's too late for them. And he says here, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. You remember the thief on the cross. One guy's mocking Jesus. The other guy's like, Lord, uh, would you just remember me? And Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. He didn't pray the sinner's prayer. He just reached out to the Lord. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. He didn't even get baptized in water. But Jesus, the Savior of the universe, the Master, said, you're in, come on. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And then the Apostle Paul goes on and he says, how then... Can they call on the one they've not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they've not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? 
And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Can I tell you, God is sending you to your world. Some of you, God is speaking to you about going to another world. He's speaking to you about going to a country that you don't even know about yet. I know that. I know God is, is stirring somebody's heart in this place. He's done it for George and Debbie. And sometimes he taps normal little people like us and says, Hey, hey, would you do something out of the ordinary for me? I'll go with you. I'll lead you. I'll be your GPS system. Destination unknown except to the one who knows and the one who knows best. How can they go unless they're sent? Everyone deserves to know God. Everyone deserves to find freedom. Everyone deserves to discover their purpose. And everyone deserves then to make a difference. And God is speaking to you. But you can't do this without God. You got to have a relationship with Him. He's not Siri. What's that other one on the, the other deal? He's not that one either. You ever ask Siri if, if, if uh, she loves you? I don't know how to love something. I don't know what she says, but it's like, I can't do that. But God loves you. God wants the best for you. He's got big plans for you. And you can't do it without him. And I would, I would love to help you start this relationship with God. We at this church, we're not anything special. I mean, really, we, we just simply got into this hospital a little quicker than you did. We're all sick. We all need a healer. We all need salvation. Every one of us was lost, but now we've been found. If you just bow your heads with me, please, and, and close yourself in with, with God, and just allow this moment, Him to speak to you, you see, our lives have been radically changed, and we, we want that for you too. And maybe you'd like to start a relationship with God. Maybe you want to say, God, today I, I'm, just, I'm just crazy enough to believe that you have a huge plan for me, and I want to follow your plan. But first, I have to know you have to start a relationship with you and I have to allow you to lead me and just like Romans says if, if you'll confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved if you'd like to do that this morning I, wanna, I just want to lead you in a prayer you just slip up a hand and say preacher that's me I, I want to start this relationship with God I want to help you do that today would you just raise your hand all over this room I want to start that relationship with God. I don't want to miss out on my destiny. 
I don't want to miss out on what God has for me. Come on, God's speaking to you right now. You can feel that tug in your heart. Just slip a hand up high. Say, preacher, pray for me this morning. Anyone? I know the Lord's speaking to your heart. Just say yes to him right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every heart and life in this room. I thank you for what you're doing, Lord. You're working something deep inside of us. For some of us, you're tapping us on the shoulder and saying, would you go for me? Would you go and do what I ask you to do? If that's you this morning, you just want to say yes to Jesus, no matter what he says, no matter what he asks, I want you to lift both hands and and surrender and say, here I am, Lord, send me. Here I am, Lord, send me. I'm available. I'm available to do whatever you want me to do. Here I am. Send me. Send me to my family. Send me to my neighborhood. Send me to my workplace. Send me to those that I don't really like. Send me, Lord, to the world. Here I am. Send me. Thank you, Jesus. This is a moment of commitment, Lord. We're saying yes to you. We're saying we'll go, just show us where. We'll go, just speak to us what to say. We'll share our story, Lord. We'll share how you've changed us. We'll say, yes, Lord, whatever you want, whatever you want, Lord. I'm in. I'm all in today. I'm all in today, Lord. Here am I. Send me, Jesus. Here am I. Send me, Lord. Send me, Jesus. Here am I. Send me. Would you just take a moment and pray and just dedicate yourself to God today? Don't worry about who's on your right or left. Just give yourself to Jesus. Oh, Lord, all that I am, all that I am, I give you, Lord. All that I am, I give you, Lord. All that I am. Lord, you're going to have to help me. You're going to have to refine me, Lord. You're going to have to help me. You're going to have to lead and guide me. You're going to have to speak to me. You're going to have to show me what to do, what to say. Lord, you're going to have to help me, and I know you will because your Holy Spirit lives inside of me. And I know you will make me a witness everywhere I go, everywhere I go, where I live, where I work, where I go to school. You're going to make me a witness, Lord. You're going to give me that good news to share. 
of life change, that there is a place, there is a, a Savior, there is someone who can change your life. You're going to help me, Lord. Lord, I thank you for your anointing that rests upon us as we give ourselves to you. And so today we do that, Lord. We just give ourselves to you. Saying, Jesus, Jesus, use us. We know you. We're finding freedom. We're discovering our purpose so we can make a difference in this world you place us in. Awesome God, we love you today. Amen. 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 So be it. So be it. I want to give you an opportunity to sow some good seed into the ministry of, of George and Debbie. Um, if you, you can get an envelope there in the front of your, your seats right there. If you need one, uh, tap your neighbor on the shoulder and say, hey, I can't reach that. Can you hand me one, please? If you want credit, if you're giving cash, you want credit, make sure you mark, put your name on there. If you want to write a check, or you can give it the kiosk or online at home today or anytime this week. We'll make sure all that, all that money gets to them to further what God is asking them to do. And we're going to pick you guys up uh, for monthly support. They're going to be part of our missionary team. I can't go to France, but I can send George and Debbie. Amen? Amen. So before the ushers pass the buckets, let's just pray and ask God, would, would you just do that? Look, we don't want anything from you, but we want everything for you. And when you give, you're blessed. So seriously, just ask God what he wants you to do. Okay? And then just do that. How many will ask God what he wants you to do? Oh, we're in trouble now. Only two of us. No, seriously, just ask God and then just do what he asks you to do. Thank you, Lord. What would you have us to do to empower and equip George and Debbie Flattery for the ministry that you have for them? We say yes. Make us generous, Lord. We pray blessings and favor upon them as they head to a country that we can't go to. And Lord, we know you're going to place a hedge of protection around them. You're going to empower them by your spirit. You're going to use them. And George isn't going to talk about Jesus being a mushroom anymore. He's got it now. He understands. Jesus is the champion. <laughs> use them in amazing ways, Lord, and use us to come around them to pray and to support them in Jesus' name. Bless this offering. May it be exactly what they need in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you as you give. Hallelujah. So tomorrow night, if you're a lady, I guess you're coming to my house because I'm married to her. And we would love to host you. And uh, it's going to be a great night together. I think HV is doing something tonight. I think they're swimming at the Reinheimer's house. 
So if, if, if you're a young person in junior high or high school, see the loud mouth back in the back? <laughs> yeah, that's my son, Isaiah, or better known around here as Zay. Why do kids change their names? I give, I give Allie, Alexandra Cabri. Allie, I'm Allie. I'm like, really? Alexandra Cabri, right? Allie, Isaiah Threll, Zay, Elijah Tyrone, Lige, I'm Lige. Lige, really? Okay. <laughs> I love them all. It's all good. You love Jesus today? You ready to go? You ready to go where he sends you? You ready to do what he's asked you to do? Here am I. Send me, Lord. Let's stand together. Father, thank you. Blessings and favor abundantly upon your people, I pray. May you be blessed as you go in. May you be blessed as you go out. May the favor of the Lord our God surround you as a shield. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, be blessed and be a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. Get a prayer card from George or Debbie. They got them in their pocket. And pray for them. Put it on your fridge. Have a blessed day. See you next Sunday.